everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Friday, May 11th. And as promised, my friend Karianne Wood is here on the show with me today. We're going to be talking all things imperfection, which is going to meet me right where I need to be met. For those of you who are, uh, who've been following me, I am still going to be at the Boston Tea Party. I will be there this weekend. Don't forget, you can get your tickets still at mounthope.org. I'll be there Saturday, May 12th from one to three speaking for the women's tea. So I'm really excited. I've actually never been to a tea party in Boston. So I hope that you'll join me. In the meantime, you guys are going to be really encouraged by my friend Karyan today. Stick around. I think you're going to be glad you stayed. So we've had a really busy schedule here at the podcast. I appreciate all of your um, encouragement as Jay and I have been on the road. This is our busy season. A couple of things that I want to address really quickly before I go um, any farther and before I introduce Karianne to you. I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach next weekend with my family, and then I will be in FPEA in Orlando, Florida. If you guys want to see my speaking schedule, please um, head on over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash speaking. If you have something that you would like me to address here at the podcast at Mailbox Monday, you can do that by shooting me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. Please, please, please put Mailbox Monday in the subject line. All right. Without further ado, I am really excited because a sweet mom and a friend of mine, uh, Karianne, is on the podcast with Karianne. I'm never going to say your name right, darling, but welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here. So you have you are not living in Kentucky anymore. You and I have been catching up a little bit because we're like two ships in the night, right on the uh, on the internet. But you moved exactly. from Kentucky to Texas. How's that going? Yes. It's been amazing. We actually moved back here around Thanksgiving time and we bought the house that I grew up in. We bought it back. My mom sold it probably about five years ago and we bought it back from the couple that she sold it to. So it's been an incredible journey. That is so much fun. And I, it must be kind of cool for your mom too. It is a little bit cool. The, the best story about the house is when she sold it, I was literally like on a farewell tour. I was going like room to room, like, bye, dining room. It was so much fun having Thanksgiving dinner and bye, staircase where I waited for Santa Claus and like, you know, bye, kitchen where I put my blue eyeshadow and Sean Cassidy t-shirt on, you know. And then as we're about to head out the back door, there's this mirror that hangs in the bathroom. And I had stood in front of that mirror on my wedding day. Oh. And so I'm standing there looking at the mirror. And it was like where I put my lipstick on for my first date with my husband. And something like just came over me in that moment. And, <laughs> and I grab the mirror off the wall and I like run out of the house with it. Like <laughs> run. And I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I know. my mom's like very oddly staring at me like, what's going on? And I'm like, I, this mirror is mine. And I put it in my car and I drive it all the way back to Kentucky. <laughs> and then when we bought the house, I came and put it right back where it was supposed to be. Oh, I love that. I love that. You have a really, you have a really sweet story. You and I have been talking for a few minutes off the air and we've been married almost exactly the same time. You guys are going to be celebrating. So next year, get this, uh, you're going to be celebrating <laughs> your 30th wedding anniversary with me, right? We're going on 30 dun, years. Dun, 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 dun. 
I know. Amazing. 30 years. And I love that you said you would do it all over again and twice on Sunday. I love to hear people who've been married for a long time and actually are doing it the way God intended for it to be done because marriage is amazing. And truthfully, just between you and I, no one's I listening. Go ahead. In a- <laughs> I have stood in a room before and looked at him across the room and those little eyes twinkle and like my heart goes thump, 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 thump. Yeah, that's totally me. I'm always telling my husband, if I'm, if we're ever out like, you know, running errands or whatever during the day and I happen to run into him in the grocery store, I'm always like, oh my word, I'm so, my heart races and I'm just so happy to see him. And I love that. That's the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) I know. I told him yesterday, I'm like, you are such a hottie McHottie. (laughs) (laughs) So your book, So Close to Amazing, came out last year in September, right about the same time that Becoming Momstrong came out. And I loved it so much that you you sent it to me, and I'm pretty sure I talked about it on Instagram. But I, I want you to take just a few minutes and let listeners hear your heart for why you wrote So Close to Amazing. I really wrote So Close to Amazing because I live in a world of social media and blogs and online. So much of my life is lived online. And I would sit there at my house in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, and I would scroll through these feeds. And it seemed like every single person on my feeds was beautiful. And they were supermodels and their children all did exactly what they were supposed to do. And like the house was always perfect and everything was always clean. And and I just felt so inadequate. And I was living for the me of tomorrow. I was always hoping, like, I'd say, tomorrow I'm going to be skinnier. There's actually an entire chapter in the book, chapter 10, which is kind of where I go in great detail on my struggle with weight and um, how I was always going to go on a diet and I was going to only eat broccoli and um, drink, you know, eight, <laughs> eight glasses of water a day and, you know, and take up running and um, start running marathons. Right. Me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was so busy living for tomorrow that I missed all of this amazing that was going on right under my nose. I mean, I'm so blessed with an incredible Mm. husband and these four children and they're growing up. And I was so busy living for tomorrow that I missed all of the amazing that was going on every day. Yeah. And so the book, the book was truly written from the perspective of here, our hearts were, um, it, God really put it on our hearts to move to Kentucky. And we jumped in, in the book I talk about, you know, it was going to be this adventure and I was going to turn into like somebody who grew her own wheat and, you know, and wore aprons and, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, had jam making parties at her house and all of that stuff. And, and when I got there and it wasn't quite what I expected, I thought, well, you know, Tomorrow it's going to be better. And so if I just make my house cute. So I went around this whole journey trying to have the cutest farmhouse on the planet. And then, um, you know, I really didn't get fulfillment there. And then it was like I was always living for tomorrow. And the book takes you through that journey of self-discovery. And at the end of the book, you see that really, I mean, spoiler alert, (laughs) you see that really the amazing I had been so close to it all along and God was trying to teach me to be today is sufficient. Today is sufficient and to embrace mm. that to and to embrace today. Truly that's what the message of the book is. And to celebrate all of my imperfections and realize that you know to stop living for tomorrow and just celebrate the me that's here and now. 
And that's so hard. I mean, can we just be honest about it for a second? Because I think I think social media has made it uh, 10 times harder. I feel like we're hard on each other. We're hard on ourselves. We're hard on other Christians. Oh, my goodness. You know, a friend of mine told me a long time ago, Christians are the only people he knows that actually kill their wounded. <laughs> I think, <laughs> you know, so much of uh, what we do, I think, rather than finding our identity, because to me, this is an identity story, right? It's you saying that you're going to find your identity in who God created you to be and then discover that that amazing that you're searching for was already there. Exactly. And I think so many moms need to hear, they need to hear that because we we so completely overdo this idea of perfection. I actually don't even hardly do Pinterest anymore uh, just because I'm like, I love the Pinterest fail. Those are actually my favorite yeah. <laughs> pictures on Pinterest. <laughs> well, and it really, truly, I mean, to me, I think that's why we all identify. And so it's like, here's, here's being completely transparent. I am putting a post on my blog tomorrow about how I painted this bookshelf blue and literally 30 minutes before you and I started speaking, I dumped an entire can of blue paint all over my living room floor. Like I'm talking to you nice. with bare feet right now with blue on the bottom of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, right? Preach. I mean, that's what it is. And I think that's why readers resonate with you uh, so much over at your blog at Thistlewood Farms. And I think it's because of your transparency. You and I were talking a few minutes ago about, you know, you're looking at me like how bold, you know, and I hear this a lot. You're just so bold. I'm like, no, I'm actually just, I'm just trying to be obedient. You know, I feel like the Lord's told me to do something. And I think that's kind of what you're, you're what you're doing too. At least it looks like it to me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, but it looks like it just in being transparent and honest. I think that you're helping other moms go, you know what? I don't have to live my life behind like the Wizard of Oz. I don't have to do that because I can learn from my, my mistakes. I can rejoice even if I have, you know, blue paint on the bottom of my feet, because that joy that we have and that, that, um, those things that God has given us, those fruits of the spirit, they're not dependent on our circumstances. They don't depend on whether or not we have blue feet. Amen. Right? I could not know what you, <laughs> as I stare at the bottom of my feet right now, I agree one million percent, I think. And it's interesting that the second book I wrote is all about decorating and um, it's a planner that tells you how to do this and how to do this, but it's written from a place and it's written from someone who has literally made every decorating mistake on the planet. I mean, you name it, I've done it. I've chosen the wrong flooring. <laughs> I painted my rooms five colors because I didn't do it correctly. I've hung my curtains too low. I've put, you know, I mean, you name it. I have made, decor I mean, I've made a lot of other mistakes, but decorating mistakes, like I own the market on them. And so I wrote the book from the perspective of like, hey, dude, like I made all the mistakes. So you don't have to make them. Let me, That's right. let me help you. And the book walks through like mistakes I've made and how, you know, how to fix them and gives you specific examples of like how high to hang your chandelier over your dining room table um, and all of that. But I went first. I made the mistakes first before anybody else. So y'all wouldn't have to. I love it. And your planner is really, so the planner is just called the, the DIY, the do it yourself home planner. And I, and it's really pretty, by the way, you, I need one. You need to send a copy. Not like I'm ever home. <laughs> to do it. But if I ever actually, you know what, I have one month off this year. And I my plan is to paint my family room. I told you I want to do something that makes me feel normal again, because I speak so many weekends out of the year, I want to do something that makes me feel normal. So I should just call you up on the phone and you can walk me walk me through it. Won't you love it? I was left. I'll you 
I'll put you on speed dial, okay? So I'm available okay. anytime. I love I love painting. I, mean, I don't really like it all over my living room floor, but I love, like, literally, I was just like, oh, that back of that bookcase needs to be blue. And I just started randomly painting it this morning in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So tell tell us a little bit about what, what the planner actually is. So the planner is truly, um, it's kind of a step-by-step. We It's very sassy decorating advice. It's not a fancy decorating book written by somebody, you know, uh, kind of from the Mount Zion of decorating. It's written like you come alongside me, let's have coffee and let's talk decorating. Like the space planning chapter starts with, it says space planning is a lot like wearing Spanx to your high school reunion. Absolutely necessary. <laughs> and so it's full of <laughs> pearls of wisdom, just like that. But it, there's serious advice in there and there's all kinds of charts and fun guidelines and definite ways. But the heart of that book is to truly, truly encourage you to create a home that you love. And it's really, it's like throw the trends out the window and, you know, throw what everyone else is telling you and decorate with your heart. Because I think sometimes we look at Pinterest and we're like, well, I, my, my house isn't quite like that. Or I wish my house was more like this. And I'm here to say your heart knows how, if you like pink carpet and everyone else's house is neutral, like you go for it. And you know what, if you want like, I don't know, orange and green striped walls, like rock it. Like you got this, like your home should be a place of respite for your family, a place where you feel like the love that you have for your family is just poured into every space in your home. And so I say, always, always, always decorate with your heart. I love that. So you're, if you're talking to a mom who just feels overwhelmed, you're going to give her a good starting place. Like if there's moms like, I want to do something, but I don't know where to start. What do you tell her? I always say a can of paint is your best friend. Literally. Yep. <laughs> when it's not on your feet. Um, I, yeah, when it's not on your feet. <laughs> I mean, I think probably one of the easiest ways to transform a room on a budget, and I'm all about, um, I mean, a lot of times I've been known to shop other people's curbside trash, and a lot of my house is decorated. With, with, hey man, <laughs> like I'll be like, wait, That's wait, hold on, there's be. a chair. Somebody pick it. I mean, I feel like I need to save it, you know, and bring it home and rescue it and have it come visit me. And so, um, but definitely one of the most inexpensive ways to decorate um, a starting place for your home would be to paint a room, um, you know, a couple gallons of paint and can create a brand new look for a space on a tight budget and just make you feel like you're doing something um, that kind of taking a few first steps on that decorating journey. I love that. And I've been looking at your book and it's awesome because you kind of have uh, tips for people who are just planning for specific room spaces and sizes and all that stuff and, and choosing colors and all that. I think it's really, really, and as a girl who's like, I am super into, uh, I'm all about the garage sale and the fun chair that somebody else has thrown away. (laughs) I was telling a friend who was at my house the other day, uh, she was saying she liked my bookshelves. And I said, oh, I got those from a friend of mine in Mount Vernon, Washington. She's like, oh, and after we got to talking, I realized every piece of furniture in my house, every single piece has a story to it. The, The table that's up in my schoolroom was bought at a garage sale out in the middle of, you know, nowhere years and years ago. And we, you know, cleaned that thing up because I knew the kids were going to wreck it anyway. And, uh, and we used it for our school. And I think it's awesome to just give people permission. This is, it doesn't have to be done, 
a specific way. I could not agree more. It's like when I go to somebody's house and they tell me all the stories of the furniture where they got it at a yard sale, it's like it makes me love their home even more because yes. each piece was kind of destined. They didn't just go to a showroom and pick out, you know, I'll take this, 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 you know, 45 things and have them delivered on a truck and it just showed up. It's like their home evolved over time and those pieces of furniture, your table found you and it knew that it wanted yeah. to come home with you. And so, I love, I love, love, love homes that are decorated like that. Now, one quick thing I, I want to mention, I do have on my blog, you know, for people that are on a super tight budget, I literally just wrote a really fun series and it's 30 ways to decorate your home for free. So it's 30 things that you can do to your house to decorate it for free. And it's everything from, like I tell you how to decorate your mantle with stuff from your yard. There are projects that I make with twigs from the yard. I mean, there are, I'm decorating with towels and I'm shopping the linen closet. And it's an amazing series just for anyone who's on a super tight budget. I love it. I love it. So where can we find all things, uh, Karianne? Where can we find you? thistlewoodfarms.com and on there if anyone has any decorating questions or just questions about you know jumping or you know the work that God has done in my life like anything like that there's a contact form at the top and you can just email me and I would love 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 to chat Uh, questions are my thing I say on thistlewood we have unlimited question policy about anything I love that I love your heart my friend thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. For those of you who are listening, you've never heard Karian before and you're encouraged like I am, I will link back to all things uh, Karian Wood today at the podcast. And I want to just invite you to check her out at thistlewoodfarms.com. Karian, thank you so much for sharing your love of people and your love of decorating and your love of reminding us to just embrace who we are with listeners today. I know it's really encouraged me. Thank you so much. And just before we close, I did want to truly thank you, Heidi, from the bottom of my heart for just being a such a bright light in a in a kind of overwhelming world. And I just I'm applauding you every step of the way. Thank you. So I you know I'm, I think you and I just need to be um, BFFs. You got to come to the MomStrong <laughs> conference. I, I'll be there. I promise. I'm putting it on the calendar. You come, okay. So you guys, if you want to meet Karianne, she's going to be at the MomStrong conference in Katy, Texas on September 22nd. You guys can register for that right now because uh, I am going to steal her. So if you want to meet her, you're going to have to come early. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my friend, for coming on the show. I love you, girl. Love you too. Thanks a million. Hey, everybody, if you got questions that you'd like to see addressed over here at the podcast, I've got the same policy that Karianne does. You can email me, podcast at thebusymom.com. In the meantime, I hope I see a bunch of you tomorrow at my very first Boston Tea Party. You can find out more about that by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash speaking. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.